You're listening to the Reluctant Adult Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, follow us on social media and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. There's a million This week from the internet, first time in the line. Spencer Powers joins the major wrestling figure podcast Bendy Bunch with Pixel Dan's very first official action figure. We're going to bend the shit out of that thing. Plus, Power Rangers celebrates its 30th anniversary by going full fan film and killing off one of its original characters. And it's a me, Chris Pratt. I mean, Mario. We take a look at the Mario movie action figures and they look right back. Weaseling out of things is important to learn. It's what separates us from the animals. Except the weasel. It's the Reluctance Adult Podcast. Don't you be a dummy! Follow your safety belt! Welcome to another episode of the Reluctant Adult Podcast. My name is Paul, and I am joined, as always, by the man whose convention season is filling up very quickly, Bill! Hi everyone, get your dance cards in. If you would like us to appear at your show... Um, we, all we require is airfare, lodging, and a big old check, big old check to get us to appear. That's that's a lot. I I mean, I'd sleep on the floor if I had to. I could. like the floor of the auditorium? (laughs) Anywhere, yeah. Sure. Outside of the convention center. Outside of the convention (laughs) center. Do you, uh, do the people like like our friend um, Dan Larson was posting this week that he was at a convention hosting panels? Do they get do they get paid? Do they get room and board? What do you think? How does what's the deal for that? Like, I mean, as a guest, no, I think they have to pay their own way, and then obviously if they're hosting they collect, a panel, you don't you think you think that they they the uh, the convention pays for lodgings and. An airfare and all that for know. them. Well, I don't know. That's Do you think what it, I wonder. They base it base it off of the percentage of interest that that goes <laughs> I to really the panel. Don't know. I wonder. I wonder yeah, if there's any sort of like what is the incentive to be right the host of a panel? Is it just because you know? Look at me. I'm <laughs> I'm hosting a panel. No, what's my? I made health. it. Look, ma. <laughs> No, I want I want some financial compensation for my time. I imagine they have to get at least like maybe the, the comp their ticket. I don't know. It's got. I mean, <laughs> right? it's, the flights ain't cheap. You fly a lot of these are out in California, flying across the the continental United States to go do this. I, really I know when we were. I know we did a um. We had a, a booth at a at a horror convention this past summer as our mm-hmm. as our horror um, cosplay group. And we got free tickets. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, free entry to the to the convention all weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I think even free tickets to the concert, which we didn't partake in, but we did have to pay for uh, the room. What a uh, concert. Who was, who was playing in the concert? It was Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> what is that? They are, they are very popular. Uh, they are like a... Uh, horror metal uh band mm-hmm. and they do a lot of they're very thematic so they, okay. they pull a lot of and they're local too they're, oh, there you they're go. local to massachusetts That's good. local boys so they made good do you remember the old do you remember the old rock and shock convention yeah uh that was in worcester mm-hmm. for the longest time so that ended that ended mm-hmm. right before right before during covid mm-hmm. and then um it's been on hiatus. They stopped doing it, but these guys and their promoters linked up with the old promoters of the Rock and Shock convention and just kind of reset it and named it something else. So now it's there you go. 
it's under a different banner and a different name, but it's a lot of fun if you like the genre. Yeah, conventions are starting to to kick kick into overdrive. This week was uh, Wonder WonderCon. Is that WonderCon? What just happened out in California? Yeah. So obviously, San Diego Comic Con is is the mecca of conventions, the big one, which is in July. Do you agree with that? Is there a bigger convention? Big, I don't think there's a bigger single one. convention. No, no, I don't think. In terms of conventions and how you know other conventions are you know based around it i think everybody kind of compares themselves or tries to tries to be at that level yeah almost if not big, draw the most say. from it yeah yes it is it is it almost seems like it almost seems like to get into it is either too much of a hassle or just yeah a, just a, a tough road as and it were just too many people and it what is a, it's a comic convention but it's much it yes. seems much more about like film like the big studios media a lot of media yeah. a lot of different media a lot of cosplay now yeah and cosplay. and like you almost they, they you treat conventions these days especially i think most people go for three days and they really have to if they if it is a three-day convention they really have to plan out the day mm-hmm. like each day like one day is going to be my costuming day and i'm just going to walk around as the character i portray and the other day i will go and enjoy the booths Mm-hmm. And or then, if there's like signings or there's people you want to right meet because that's there's so deal. much like, there's so really much get, to do you really get the stars to come out to these because people are willing to pay so much money and they do these packages there was just like a there was a 90s convention recently and you got like all mm-hmm. the stars from those shows like step by step and all that like you had all these people yeah. come out and you do like packages of signings and you can meet them right and take your photo it's just it's i mean it's it's not something that was always happening like there 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 oh, was a no. point where someone was like i have an idea <laughs> and then all of the people who were on these shows that weren't really making any money off of their involvement have the, a way to make this income that wasn't available to them before so i'm yeah. sure they love it it is interesting i remember I think the cast of Back to the Future got back together for a Boston yeah. convention, and it was about an eight hundred dollar photo op. It was it's wild, just insane. How many people <laughs> do you think take them up on that? I'm sure enough. I'm sure enough people like either save up, and yeah. that's just like their dream, and it's bragging rights, of course. And you get to say, "Hey, guess what I did?" But is it is you can it only impress? Right so, well, you can only impress so many people at the end of the <laughs> day. Besides I mean, I, yourself, I'm who's it for? But for yourself, well, sure, I guess it's for yourself. And then you, if you get things signed, maybe you can flip those and make back some of that eight hundred dollars. Yeah, make sure make sure you get them personalized too. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Get the put some Clorox on there and rub that right off. Can you yeah, make that right. out to to Edward Bay? Just abbreviate it, E Bay. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I've never really. I've just never been interested in that and i my favorite things are spending money and waiting in line so you know that i'm totally on board with with going to conventions (laughs) to meet celebrities no but it is a great opportunity and it's a a unique opportunity because you you you, there's really no other way if you want to meet these people if you want to have your one-on-one with these celebrities or pseudo celebrities this is it this is your shot yeah. And um, the reason that we are talking about conventions this week is that Wonder or PowerCon, excuse me, PowerCon is happening later this year in August, I believe, in Ohio, I think. And PowerCon okay. originated as a He-Man convention. It was, it was Masters of the Universe. That was it. And it's grown right. since then. I think the first one was back in like 2000. 11 or so so it's been going on for a while there were a few years where it didn't happen because of covid obviously nothing happened but it's back baby and um they've started announcing the you can you can pre-order your tickets and you could also pre-order the exclusives so historically they've had some pretty good if you're into masters of the universe they've had some pretty good exclusives from uh, either Mattel at, at one point Super 7 was doing the classics line 
So there was one year there where you got Super 7 exclusives. But this year, um, our friends from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast are going to be attending. And they are bringing their own exclusives. They have their own action figure line called Major Bendies, which are based on the Bendums. If you are familiar with uh, wrestling figure history... And if you're not, you can picture it. They're like, yeah. Well, those that's an LJN. I know <laughs> it's an LJN. That's it's a little the only bigger. wrestling figure I have. No, that's good. Okay. I, don't even, I don't even have one of those. So these are smaller. These came out, actually, the Bendems came out during that weird period where Hasbro was 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 ceasing their line and before Jax really picked up the their stuff. So they, they were just sort of like there. Um, so these are like pay homage to, to them. They are in that style because they're sort of like they're simple to make. They don't have any points of articulation, but they're all unique sculpts. So they're I sort of think of them like like if you collect pops, pops don't really fit in with action figures. They're their own thing. So that's how I sort of feel about these. Um, but they're going to have exclusives for PowerCon. They're going to have a new Matt, a new Brian, a new Smart Mark. And a brand new character in in the Bendies. They are going to have, for the first time ever, first time in the line, Spencer Powers. What? Yeah. <laughs> Spencer Powers. Yes. A.K.A. Pixel Dan. And wow. I'll have to pull the tape, but I think at one point I said, if Pixel Dan ever gets an action figure <laughs> before us, please, please unalive me. Because... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just, but no, congratulations, Pixel Dan, Spencer Powers. It'll be interesting to see how well this does because these are exclusive to WonderCon or PowerCon, I should say, excuse me. These are exclusive to PowerCon. And if there was ever a community of fans that would buy a Pixel Dan action figure, it would be these people. Sure. These are oh, your course. people, Pixel Dan. Yeah. Um, it's almost a shame that it's labeled as Spencer Powers because Pixel Dan has not really intermingled those two worlds too much prior to this past year when he wrestled Matt Cardona. Then he was really promoting it. So I do wonder right. if, if that was maybe a, a faux pas. But um, if you want this figure, you actually have to be in person at the convention to get it. They won't ship it to you. Which wow. I found out because I was like, "Damn it! Not only does Pixel Dan get an action figure, but I'm gonna have to buy it. I need this in my collection." But oh, no. I'm not flying to Ohio to get it, so we'll see how that secondary market looks. Um, right. These figures are normally around thirty dollars, which is expensive for what they are. But they're a small, you know, they're a small boutique company, if you will. Uh, but because I guess these are exclusive, these are $40 each, oh. which is a lot of money for what it is. Um, but if you are a fan, and I guess the other, the flip side is if you're buying it in person, you could probably get it signed. I'm sure Pixel Dan sure. will be signing these. I'm sure he will not be charging. I can't say the same about Madden Brian and Smart Mark. I think they probably will charge you to get it signed. But yeah. um Congratulations to Pixel Dan. You have your first action figure. And it wasn't a Masters of the Universe action figure. I think probably we thought that that would be the avenue if it was going to happen. But um, it's the year is still young. Oh, man. Wait, wait, what if wait till the San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Oh, no. There's going to be more than one Pixel Dan action figure this year. Oh, Pixel. I don't know if I can take what, it. What would, what would his, what would his, uh, Pixlore. Pixel man? Pixlore? Yeah. Pixlore. Pixlore. Pixel tar. Well, <laughs> this Friday, uh, you will hear a new episode of Reluctant Adult Conversations where I'm going to sit down with Captain Joe Shoes from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast universe. And he actually is officially part of the Masters of Universe universe because there is a character written into one of the mini comics that comes with one of the one of the new exclusives that is his name is based on Joshu's name. I forget. <laughs> I'll look up before I interview him, I'll look it up. But so there are, you know, I don't know that Pixel Dan has has a namesake in the mini comic yet. So 
he there's there are still some 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 hoops to jump through for pixel dan some some i'm trying to think of like you know i'm trying to say like things for him to achieve like achievement points for him to to reach but your first action figure that's that's a big deal that's a big deal so we're obviously very jealous of him um maybe we you're not (laughs) i was like maybe we can get our first articulated action figure before oh yeah there you go but we've still got a ways to go we've we have no we've made no inroads towards this goal whatsoever we need to start making some friends in the industry instead of pissing everybody off oh i want uh fresh monkey fiction to, to sculpt my head on to one of the santa figures that's what i would like there you go i think that would make me very jolly dad santa dad santa i think they're are they doing it like a dad bod santa there's something i don't know mall santa like mall santa yeah mall santa yeah very good sorry you befriend somebody you'll find someone there are so many small toy oh yeah right now there are so many toy lines through kickstarter just like that have established themselves and Mm -hmm. there may be another small company popping up because this week funko announced that they are laying off a good chunk of the mondo company who uh started mondo started out of the that that theater in in texas the al draft what is it alamo draft theater no the alamo draft house yeah yeah so they came out of there mondo if you're familiar with them they they do these these they have this they they do theatrical posters then they have a very specific style um so they became so big very unique yes so they became small run small run stuff right so So they had enough success that funko was like we're gonna buy you (laughs) and they were like here's i think like 17 million dollars we're gonna buy mondo but the the people behind mondo remained on until this week where funko was like you're gone um so the poster division, it's being it's being described as defunct. But Bondo does more than just posters; they have collectibles. They do like tiki mugs. Um, in terms of collectibles, they they did those larger Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do you remember those? This was yes. this was a little way. I don't know if they're eighteen inch or twelve inch, large, yeah. based more on the comic look. More recently, they've been doing the X-Men animated series, large figures. They had that convention exclusive with Wolverine laying on the bed, looking at right. the, the framed photo from the meme. Yes. So, in theory, those are going to continue. In practice, we'll see whether that's true or not. But sad news, obviously, anytime a, a group of people lose their job... Um, there's been a lot of outrage from the community towards Funko for this decision. And Funko's not having a very good stretch here because news broke that they were dumping all of those pops in a landfill. They're just not on the right side of collectors right now. And right. people have been, been speculating, like, are pops going the way of the Beanie Baby? Like, they were very hot for a little while and now maybe people have had their fill and if funko isn't making pops and people aren't buying pops what is funko doing exactly sure Uh, they'll move to shirts or something i don't know well they they also bought loungefly which i think loungefly does shirts oh good okay i don't know it it does i've always i've always considered them the the beanie baby of the the modern collecting community as it mm-hmm. were and it almost seems like it's one of those it's you, you never i mean you go out of your way you you buy them i don't um i've always found it as like if somebody gifts you a pop that's just that person that's like oh they collect or they're interested in here's something whatever it might be it's just mm-hmm. it's a lazy toy it's a lazy toy it is a lazy it's toy a lazy- if you are a collector and it's not something you are specifically interested in but i think it also was a good gateway toy because if you go into someone's office and they have a bunch of pops there yeah would they have had action figures there if pops did not exist probably not 
So this no. was a way for people to start collecting something from a property that they love, whether it's Star Wars, Harry Potter. I mean, not literally, but almost literally every property that could be commercialized has been made into a pop at some point. Right. So if you love Teen Wolf, if you love Caddyshack, if you love Bob's Burgers, you could get a little very inexpensive version of a character from that property to put on your desk, to put you know, a shelf somewhere in your house just to like show your fandom and say, Oh, okay. I get it. Now this is what, this is what collecting is. You, you just, it's like, you feel like you own a piece of that media. I can agree with that. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. like, I don't feel like pops and like the same with beanie babies, Be- Be- beanie babies didn't come out and like expect to be this huge thing. It just, for whatever reason caught on and so many different people started buying them. But then it started to be like, I'm buying them because they have value. And I don't know yeah. that, that that was done intentionally. Like, the reason that some Beanie Babies have value is because they had short production runs. And this is, like, if you're into Star Wars, you know how this works. Between, like, the long saber and the short saber and, like, all these production mistakes. Right. That is what was creating value. Today, I don't think that really works like i even know have you ever heard of a like an error pop that that has value like maybe but there are some pops from conventions that were very low runs or early on in in their life and they just didn't make as many they go for a lot of money like there are still pops that go for a lot of money so that sort of brings out the worst of collectors where you're collecting just because you know this thing is valuable or will yeah. be valuable and you think you can make money off it not that you just enjoy the property but you really can't have like a super successful line without that part of it like you definitely need there to be people buying it whether they like it or not just because they think it has value so that's sort of like the devil's bargain you make when you start a collector's line it's like we need fans, but we also know pe- need people who just like money and think our product will be worth money. And now it's starting to seem like they've made everything that could be made. And then like the new things they're putting out are just not garnering as much excitement as some of the yeah. older products. Or there's just like, you know, like, oh, when the Mandalorian started and we had Grogu, oh, they went insane. They made a million different baby Yodas. And it was like, oh, this is going to be... This is going to be, you know, the gift that keeps on giving the golden egg. Right. The golden, what is it? The golden goose that laid the golden, golden egg. Goose. The goose that laid the yeah. golden egg. Yeah. But now, how many versions of Grogu are there? It's like it's, oh, it's too oversaturated at this point. More more than I can count on two hands. And they're also like $4 yeah. on Amazon right. at this point. The Just value is has not next to nothing. Yeah. Right. And like they were, they got pretty creative. Like they made the the Macy's balloon Grogu, which I they have. Did. I like when Grogu is in scale. So there's like that Luke training Grogu set that's out right now. Yes. So like anytime Grogu is in scale with the pop, I don't like the Grogu's that are like its own thing because it's large. As large, right? Yeah, I, I, that's just my personal taste with Grogu pops. <laughs> but they made so many versions of them. I think he had his own subset. So there was like six at a time. Sure. So that is done. I don't know they're, that they're and, until in the Mandalorian they like give him his helmet, you know, like eventually they're right. gonna give him his helmet, and then people are gonna want to pop up that. But it's gonna be a little while until that happens. So there just aren't you... that. Hmm? Oh, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there just aren't that many opportunities to make pops that have like wide appeal right now and there's not like a new property right. coming out that people want pops of because like they did a lot of harry potter and harry potter is sort of like eh, weird right now and yes. uh they have the disney ones but I, there, people will always collect disney so that's probably pretty safe but i don't know it's just it's just like they did a lot real quick and now there's just not that much else to do i guess yeah mm-hmm Quick, quick speculative buying tip for me and sure. for anyone listening. Start picking up some Grand Admiral Thrawn stuff. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, you think? Yeah. That could be a thing. 
I think it'll be a thing in the short term. In the short term, the short until term, San Diego yeah. Comic Con when he's a re- when he's when he's announced as a figure again. But oh, yeah. You think he's going to appear on this season of The Mandalorian? I think he is, and I mm. think I think you should start kind of hoarding a couple of <laughs> a couple of Grand Admiral Thrones. Is he going to so. look close enough to? to That's what a he good question. Like for like that's they, a good question. Who knows? We had that guy from uh, who was it? Obi Wan, who he didn't look at all like that species looked pre- previously. Oh right, yeah. The lazy, the lazy makeup. <laughs> Speaking of Grogu and Luke and and them, um, Hasbro announced the Black Series Deluxe. <laughs> Let's put it in quotes. Deluxe Luke. Deluxe. Yes. Luke training build Grogu up sets. The build up sets. They're build back up. to those again. Yes. Yuck. Um, let's break this down because this this actually kind of pisses me off a little bit. So this set, let's start. Let's let's let people understand what we're looking at here. How much does this set cost to buy? What is it? Forty four ninety nine. Yeah, for forty five dollars. Forty five bucks. Yes. Okay. Which, okay. if you if you break it down, I'm still saying figures should cost twenty dollars. Maybe figures would cost twenty five now for like a normal sure. figure. Twenty seven. Okay, well that sucks. <laughs> it does. Still, uh, I don't even understand. I mean, this this sucks. Okay, so you have Luke in his. It's, is it a brand new sculpt? I don't know if it's a brand new sculpt or if it's like an overlay mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. top. So he's in more of a he's in more of like the tunic style. It's like a long tunic. Yeah. As opposed to like the vest that he wore. Yeah. And he's got some boots that look a little different than the other. Okay, I mean that's easy enough to do. Sure, he's like almost like in a gi, like in a like in a karate gi, I would say. Right, right. Okay. Um, but he's he's got the single hinge elbows, right? Yes. So that either is a holdover, or they've just decided that's how they're gonna do Luke figures, and I don't know why. I don't know why he doesn't get double elbows. Like, what is the deal? You don't want him to use his lightsaber properly. You don't want him I to guess. hold it like it's this. It's so bizarre. It's such a bizarre it like choice. It is. He's got, the, it he's is. got the new head sculpt, which I still, it doesn't look like Luke. It doesn't look well, like Mark Hamill. It it's not like supposed to. It's it's it looks like his dead-eyed digital digital self. Yeah, that's, that's fine. It doesn't <laughs> look like, like his deep fake self. It looks like the stand-in, the guy that was actually there. That's who it looks. Yeah, like. Yeah, sure, sure. Is this the figure that we? No, I was gonna say, is this the figure we were gonna get with that Raincore? But no, it, it wouldn't. Oh, good question. No, no, that one's coming out. I think. I think okay. you want to yeah. think about one that it was maybe coming with the Rancor was the one that came. He's got. A, he's got another one with the the rescue, his rescue, uh, the Mandalorian when he rescues Grogu or rescues everybody there. Oh, with the cloak. That's coming out with the cloak. Yeah. yeah. That's that's more that's more interesting. So then you get a little Grogu, which we've got before. Is this a is it a right. new pose or is there anything different about this Grogu figure? I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming there's probably something slightly tweaked on him. Uh, yeah. But who's to say? Comes with like, was it a rock? There's like some base he comes, thing. He does come with a rock. Yep. He comes with a leap, a leaping effect. For Grogu? For Grogu. And yeah. he comes with a blast effect yeah. as well because he's using the training remote. Right. And that was previously re- released with with um with that with the yellow jacket like the exclusive yes, yellow jacket version ceremony ceremony yep. yeah yeah so and are people excited get... for this set are they like yeah I, I don't know i'm not i'm not too excited about it i it's, i only no, buy black series on clearance now sure and it's very easy to do at this point because all of it yeah. goes to clearance if you right. just wait yeah and even if you like oh let's say oh i don't want to miss it okay well if you have to go to the secondary market, it's not like it's going to be double right. in price. No, it's, it's probably not. Just not at be, this point. People just try to make their money back, I think, at that point. <laughs> Maybe you have to pay yeah, like, the tax they paid. But yeah, oh, it's sure. just... it just So somebody said the reason that the Star Wars reveals for this year are so underwhelming is because they split... Hasbro did. They split the Star Wars team in half... And half of them went to work on Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. Yep, that makes sense. So you're getting a lot reps over there. You're not getting a lot of new product. Like they announced. Well, first of all, they said they weren't going to do pre-orders, and then they put up pre-orders for that set that has the Tuscan Raider. That's like a year out. So okay. what? What is it? We got. You got to have. A, you can't say one thing and then do the other thing. Like, what are you doing? 
And a lot of those figures are reusing parts. So it's like you're not even yeah. getting – I think one of them reuses, like, the Ray figure. Like, <laughs> I forget which figure – like, new figure is, but it's, like, using something that Ray wore. Oh, wow. It's just weird. I don't know. It's not a banner year for Star Wars in, ter- in terms of this As it, and Which is a shame because it's the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. And yeah. it should be a years-long celebration that culminates in our birthdays. That's right. We will also be the same age as Return of the Jedi. So why not celebrate wow. such things? What a, yeah, when you put it that way, it's very disappointing. Yes. <laughs> what a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> what a letdown. But it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah, Speaking... disappointing figure, but whatever. Yeah. Well, so this is the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. This year is also the 30th anniversary of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And to celebrate that, they have they are making or they did make this special that's going to air on Netflix. And it picks up 30 years later. It's, it's set in real time from that uh, original series. The trailer dropped for this Power Rangers anniversary special. Mm-hmm. And... It, it kind of broke the internet a little bit because it was it was leaked. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Maybe this was intentional. It was leaked, and then people were were reposting it, but then that got pulled down, and then Netflix Netflix officially released it, and then that did very good numbers. Like people, I saw people on my timeline posting about Power Rangers that would never talk about Power Rangers. So it was it was picking up on those fans that watched the show as children and then have obviously not supported the show for the last 30 years. But the trailer itself, did you get a chance to take a look at it? I did. Yeah. Yes. It's a couple a, times. It's, it's pretty dark, like honestly. Yeah. Because let, so this is this is the storyline from from what we can tell. There is a battle between the original Power Rangers, the, the original group including Trini, who we know in real life passed away. Rita Repulsa comes back as a robot, a robot (laughs) with like a big stupid metal face. And she does a blast and she kills the yellow ranger. She kills her. (laughs) All the rangers walk to the edge of a cliff and look down at her dead body. Like what the hell is the show? And we know from the trailer and then just from the production of it, we know that in the in in the story, Trini's daughter, not real life daughter, but Trini, the character's daughter, is going to avenge Rita, wow. or avenge her mother's death by destroying Rita. And there's a point in the trailer where this girl says, "Rita killed my mom," and that's it was it was shocking to hear that. Because in yeah. the original Power Rangers, they were not allowed to say the word kill. They would say destroy. They would say every other synonym for kill. But you could not say kill. So to hear, I think they actually said it twice in this trailer. It's like, whoa, okay, you know, here we go. Buckle in. So <laughs> uh, in the real world, only, um, only Billy, played by David Yost, and... Uh, Zach, um, played by Walter Jones, returned to be of the original five. Um, Amy Jo Johnson said no thank you. And she's actually had to defend that decision recently because people on social media are like, why why didn't you come back? And she had said that they didn't, Power Rangers production company didn't offer enough money, which, you know, she she is really the only one that has like an ongoing career that like yeah I yeah. can see that as being real. But then she was trying to say like you know I'm 50 years old maybe I don't want to be in spandex. Like these are all fair reasons. So she chose fair not enough. to be part of it. Fine enough. Um, they actually did film this prior to JDF's passing, and he also chose not to t- be part of it. Um, okay. And then, obviously, we talked about the Yellow Ranger dying in real life. And then the Red Ranger had some legal trouble, has some ongoing legal trouble. So I think they chose not to include him. So to round out the roster, they got Rocky, they got Cat, and then uh, Trini's daughter will step up to be the Yellow Ranger. 
So that is your team. But it looks right. like this is, is going to be chock full of Power Ranger Easter eggs. Uh, Alpha is back with a slightly different voice. People are saying he sounded like Invader Zim. I'm not familiar <laughs> with that, but that maybe it's the same actor or actress. Um, yeah. Lots of little blink and you miss it things, references to other Power Ranger seasons. So this really is shaping up to be like a proper tribute to the series. So I think it's coming out in April. It could be a big deal. And if it does well, maybe it will uh, create an opportunity for more of this. But it's... it seems like Power Rangers, as we know, it is sort of winding down and they're going to reboot it. But, yeah. you know, if it does gangbusters, maybe they'll uh, decide to go in a different direction. I don't know. Is this just a special or is yeah, it... this is just a special? Yeah. Okay. So, so like it's not a full minutes. season now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like an hour long or. I think they had the time, the runtime, but they had uh, some ro other robot villains too. Like the Snizzard was a robot, right? So they're bringing back then, like some old villains, but they gave them like robotic upgrades, which is interesting. Yes. It's yeah. a choice. I don't know. Who I was in see the space Pudgy Pig again? Right? Wasn't Who there was someone in space? In spa they were t they were talking to. Didn't they talk to the the other Yellow Ranger as well? I forget. Oh yeah. Name. So like Adam and I think Aisha. Yeah. It seems like they're part of some, like, I think it said, it didn't say SPD. It was, like, SPR or SPA, SPA. Okay. So it's, like, there's, like, some other, like, protection agency. Like, they're, like, the men in black. They're, like, watching aliens come in, make gotcha. sure. Gotcha. Yeah. So it seems like there's a lot of lore interwoven into this, and uh, that's great. You know, this... And then I think it's it's even been said, like, this is really not being made for a general audience. This is, like, a yeah. love letter to the fans of the show that have followed it for 30 years, which so you don't specific. usually get from properties like that. That's not something, like, you usually don't make something and be like, we want a very small audience. You're like, no, you want as many people as possible to like this. It's just for you, Paul. It's just for it's you. It's just for me. No, it's not. It's I mean, it's, it's for me. But there, I mean, if you go on Twitter... <laughs> There are Power Ranger fans that are, like, nitpicking. Like, they could see every little thing. Like, oh. I mean, God bless them. God bless them. If you followed this <laughs> franchise for 30 years and you stuck with it, this is for this is your this is your present. This is for you. But I you will hope. be there. I will be watching. Um, maybe we'll have our friends back from, from the Zeo to Hero podcast to do a little wrap-up on it. But you guys should do a live viewing. You should do a live. You should do a live viewing, but it's on Netflix, so it's like, I guess we can choose when we view it. Sure, just yeah. do it. Yeah, just just yeah. talk about it, and then 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 uh, then watch it live together. Uh huh. So, looking forward to that. It's good. Oh, Yay. I wanted to mention this. Speaking of Power Rangers, I never realized this before, but you, you, the the main villain Rita Repulsa in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. She wears that hat, right? We all know the hat. Yeah. That is a hat. I should say, that is her hair. If you look at it, it's like her uh, hair and like silver pigtails. And then she has like bits yeah. of cloth wrapped around it. Like somebody pointed that out this week and it blew my mind this whole time. Oh, it was okay. not a hat. It was her hair. It was never a hat. It was her hair. It was never a hat. It was her hair. I have to go back and rewatch it now. I feel like that changes my perspective of the entire series. There's a like, t-shirt for you. There's a t-shirt. Yeah. It was never her hat. It was yeah, her it was, hair. It was always her hair. All right. This week's Mandalorian. We got to talk about this because I feel like this really epitomizes the show because there were some really good stuff. And then like some of the silliest, silliest things that I could ever imagine. Um, okay. what, did, what did you think about well, uh, first of all this is chapter 20 what was it called the foundling the foundling yes what did you think about this episode yeah, this episode almost <laughs> it's kind of funny like I never really thought about like Mandalorian culture and Jedi culture being so similar right so you start off and you're like wait these these uh, these Mandalorians pretty much adopt their children train them Steal and then them. set them off to be mandalorians uh -huh. and i'm like and then you got these jedi yes who steal children <laughs> yes. train uh -huh. them train and them. then be Je and i'm like this is just the same thing over again so like since i came to that realization i'm just like oh 
<laughs> just sometimes, the same thing over again. Sometimes it's not as fresh. By birds. Sometimes they're eaten by birds, and we're okay with it. We'll just and go it get a new we're one. We're not too concerned. We're not overly concerned no. about that. It happens a no. lot. Apparently. It happens a lot. We 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 run out of we run out of um, fuel for our our packs and our it keeps packs. going. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. someday. Apparently, you never, you never think. Maybe delicious. Maybe move your cave. Well, that's the thing. A couple. Why did they pick? To live in the land of the lost, where all, there are all these right? giant creatures. There's a like, giant was... alligator, crocodile, <laughs> there's turtle monster fish. right out your door, and then, oh, I... there's a bird. <laughs> right. Like, you, and you're afraid to go to Mandalore because it's been cursed or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's like, cursed maybe, and poisonous. Maybe check. Like, yeah, nobody just... checked. Like, it's, it's nobody obviously checked. fine. You got those right. other cave dwelling friends living yeah. up there that they are where they come from <laughs> you literally you got two people who just came back from there who's like yeah it's all right it's not yeah. bad no giant but birds stealing your children this this season feels less gritty it's a little more polished yeah um i think partly due to the fact that like they're on this desert world having you know uh blaster practice when they're just shooting into the water <laughs> yeah uh, the more the more i think about it i think boba fett really fucked it, everything up okay because it took away that moment of grogu choosing to be a mandalorian sure and, and even I, even in this episode not yeah. to cut you off even in this episode he's like oh do i really want to be like where does this guy want to go? He, he right before his flashback, he's just like, oh, "Do I really want to be a Mandalorian?" Right, and it just and like I I was defending it, saying like you're gonna you should be watching all of it's like it's not like Marvel where there's so much like you can watch right. the Boba Fett, but like I think if you just erased Boba Fett from your memory and then you had these like two episodes that you could have added on to the season, yeah. like to the beginning of the season. And then you're coming in hot because the first season, first episode of the season for Mandalorian was like nothing. Like they just sort oh, of yeah. like established where he was and what he was going to do, but it was a nothing episode. And then yeah. you had the episode with the, the, the side story, which was the main story over on, uh, where is what's the planet mandalore no the one where it was like andor oh navarro yeah no no coruscant i'm sorry course right dr right. pershing yes yeah sorry. so then you had that other the, the other episode that was like primarily an episode of andor with dr pershing over yes. in coruscant um and now we're back following the mandalorian who, who you know for following dinjarin whoever whatever the mandalorian is whoever the right. mandalorian is we don't know Following Dinjarin through Mandalore training. And that's like very different from what we've been doing. We've been following him as a bounty hunter, being all badass. Now we're seeing he kind of sucks. (laughs) He's he's like almost drowning. He's like having nerf battles with Grogu, and Grogu's doing the stupidest backflips. It just looked ridiculous. Not a big fan of the Grogu backflips. And I think it's just the fact that there's no like there's no movement like the arms don't move and the legs don't move because they're covered in cloth so you can't see like the not so much the articulation but like the joints move in the body it just looks like you threw a doll it just looks like they threw a doll yeah it looks bad it looks it's in like in an episode where you had actually very good cgi like i thought the cgi of the creatures was excellent they the, were pretty good. They looked the like fact giant that you have, birds. Yeah, they're just throwing the puppet around. Yes, yeah. <laughs> catch them. Really out. Get them. <laughs> and like we all applauded them for using a puppet and not making him CGI. Right. But if you're gonna have him like really moving around, like if you want him to be like Yoda, Yoda was CGI when they were doing. I mean, throughout they they had to fix the puppet to make it CGI. But definitely when he's moving around, he's he's CGI. Yeah. So that's a, that's a thing. Um, so this just, and then the you know, well, this is this is how this episode started for me, because I saw a tweet, or you commented on someone's tweet about the game show, Star yeah. Wars game show. What is that called? 
Jedi Temple challenge. And I was like, what is this? And then my my TikTok feed was just full of the video, which turned out to be video from this episode where we see um, Ahmed Best character saving Rogu. But because you had mentioned Jedi Quest or whatever the F... I just yeah. thought that was like footage that they put on the game show and it was like, oh. oh, this is like it's like when you would get a DVD board game back in the day and they had like bonus footage they shot just for the the game. I thought this right. was like nothing footage and didn't realize this was part of the Mandalorian. Oh, that's so I was just funny. watching it being like, Oh, that's crazy. They shot this whole thing just for this game show. Is this even yeah. canon? But yeah, of course, because it's Mandalorian. But right. so you have Ahmed Best who obviously played Jar Jar Binks and then he in this game show is a Jedi so he plays a character he's not Ahmed Bass he's playing a character right he's Kelleran Beck he's Kelleran Jedi Beck Jedi Master yes and Kelleran Beck is canon because he shows up to save at the Jedi Temple to save Grogu and it's like yeah. a whole big like this you know he has been redeemed like whatever you thought about Jar Jar this, he, this guy saved Grogu in like a very kick-ass way right and that was the, a, obviously this was a great gesture because this guy had been through a lot star wars fans can be very toxic the, every fan can be so, toxic i'm sorry it's not well, just star, star wars, wars fans, fans especially though we've seen i don't it know if it's star wars again. fans especially i think it's just fandom in general is toxic i mean like sitting yeah, with this all week i'm pretty sure every fan you go sports fans are toxic well sure media fans are <laughs> every fan is toxic at the end of the day. I don't think you could compare Star Wars fans to sports fans. I can compare it all. Because like, no, it's the truth. Yeah, but sports fans, like, you, you're you from a place. Nobody's from sure. Star Wars. You're not, like, defending your home team. And then Star Wars isn't going to win the World Series. Like, yeah, you, you hate, like, if you're from Boston, you hate the Yankees because they always beat you for a, for a long time. But, like, right. with Star Wars, what are you, you're just rooting for, like, a, a good time. Like, a good time at the movie. <laughs> it's like, why are you mad at the actors? I don't understand. Well, I can't even call it like his redemption because you know what I got I my guy Will loves loves Jar Jar Binks. Sure. I I love Star Wars Episode One. What twenty five years ago, almost thirty years ago now. At this mm -hmm. point, I didn't mind Jar Jar Binks. You know, along no. Here's you the minded thing. Him. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I was along, in that theater with you. you I'm going to tell you right now. A long time ago, George Lucas realized. Galaxy. George Lucas realized that. Star Wars could make a lot of money off of kids through toys. Yeah, he was the okay. first one to realize and, it. And back then, it was the Ewoks. Sure. And you had the, the 10, 12-year-olds who had seen the original movie and had the toys come mm -hmm. back. And then 30 years later, you've got those parents with their kids. And they're like, oh, I like Star Wars. Maybe my kid will like Star Wars. And all it takes is one figure. And it might as well be a Jar Jar. They bring the three, four-year-old kid to the movie. And... You know, that's it. They're like, oh, that's fine. And then, you know, to the 30, 35 year old at the time. Oh, that's the stupidest character in the world because it wasn't my character, you know, but whatever. I just don't think I don't know. George was a good writer. He wasn't a good comedy writer. Like no, he, I don't think so either. His but. intention was for Jar Jar to be the comic relief. But then right. he had him like he had no redemption within the story because even during that final battle, he was like joke. He was like, you know, like Mr. Magoo, just like lucking sure. himself into success. Like he was kicking a battle droid and then the battle droid would like fire at the tank. But he was right. He was a mess. Like there was no redeeming quality from Jar Jar. And then if you step outside of it, the things that he was saying sounded a little racist. Like, you know, that's what we were saying. Like, this oh, yeah, this isn't cool. Like what you that goes what all the way back here. to the Nemoidians sounded a little racist right off the bat. And you're like. What? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, hundred. I mean, you. Can, there's no hiding that. Like, I'm surprised they still they haven't edited that out. Like, good God. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Jar Jar was a poorly written character, and you know, he he probably was gonna have a bigger part in Episode Two. But there was just such sure. such outcry, backlash to him yeah. that he was reduced. But there was always sort of that theory that people had and just sort of like ironically i think but it's like he was oh, gonna yeah. turn sith or like you know and like he was he was the secret sith lord they base it off of that one that one uh one quote from george lucas where he says jar jar is the key to all of this 
but it's but it's only yeah. relative to like the CGI working correctly. Oh, okay. Just like just like Yoda was the key to yeah. everything in Empire Strikes Back because if the puppet didn't work sure. and people sure. couldn't believe the puppet was, you know, real and like talking mm-hmm. to Luke, then it was all for nothing because it was either that or he looked like Kermit the Frog and you knew he was a puppet. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's that's my hot yeah. take on that, but but then I mean even in the context of the story it is Jar Jar who allows, I think he calls the session in, in like calls yeah, no, he session. votes, he votes to yeah. give the the give the Chancellor emergency power, right? So he's still like he's still screwing screwing shit up, sure, <laughs> like they did. He's still nothing redeeming about Jar Jar in, in, in a larger scale, in a larger scale, much larger, right. no, much, <laughs> in the galactic, just scale. like less like jokey, but like much graver consequences. I don't so, know. I think I think he does say like Dello Felagets. He like completely well, there screws. Go. There you go. <laughs> like, what do you think, Representative Binks? Oh, Dello Felagets. It's like, oh. Do okay. we see him but in yeah. episode three? Is he at the funeral procession? Is that he's the at time? the funeral. Yeah, he's mourning, and that's all he gets. Do you think now that they think they don't have to redeem the character of Jar Jar Binks because they've done good by Ahmed Best, or do you think there's still room? to like go back and do something with it or it's like that's too know. hot of a potato we can't touch that well the uh the theory the working theory that people are coming up with is like who who was who had po- like parked the the naboo shuttle at the at that station there and they think uh-huh. it's jar jar there you go yeah yeah so who knows there's still room to do something like i that. just couldn't i still couldn't i was like i think i was maybe like the one person in the world who was like aware of and i know it wasn't but i was like the one person who was aware of the game show that he was on that they that they had created i remember and like, hearing about the it door opened did it air it aired and it, it's they're all on youtube and they're all on disney plus and it oh, okay. aired i think there's okay. at least 10 episodes and i was just like oh there we go it's ahmed best great good for him mm-hmm you know, got got a little little roll back in Star Wars, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, here he is!" It's like it's just the guy from the game show. So I'm like, "Is is he like a celebrity?" And then I'm like, "Is it canon? Is he like a celebrity?" Yeah, celebrity Ooh. Jedi who's got his own TV show and he's trained. This is how the Padawans are trained. Yep. Like, <laughs> well, someone pointed in the out the funnest way possible. His robes have like like a special design, like the librarian character had, and it's okay. like these are given to like clerical jedi so it's uh, like yeah he is he in charge of of the training of the young jedi like in the yes. game show i don't know i like and on the one hand it's like this is great this was a nice moment i mean this sure know, the, the 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 fandom owed it to ahmed best yeah. to to, to oh, have yeah. him have something else to hang his hat on yes but uh, the 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 most poorly received digital character saving the best received digital character. There you go. I know. I guess that's that that's a is. nice that is a nice that's way to think it about. Is. Um, but people obviously were mad because people. That's what they do. They're mad. Oh, um, of course, they were mad that it wasn't a known character. They were like, right. it should have been. There should have been like a bigger moment. It shouldn't have been used for this. Which you know, shut up. <laughs> like it's yeah, all. What? It was all okay. fabricated. Like I'm sure. Like yeah. the fact that that Grogu was at, like he didn't even need to be there. Like clearly, he this didn't. was fabricated to have a reason to unveil someone, and this is who they wanted. Whether they knew yes. from the beginning who it was going to be, nobody knows. But probably you, they probably you, did. Yeah, yeah. Expecting one armed Mace Windu to unelectrify yeah. himself and jump over to the Jedi yes. Temple and then be that like, "I got to see Baby Yoda," and that's it. That is what people want, and that's why they couldn't give, give him. That's why they couldn't give uh, Keller and Beck a purple lightsaber because people have been like, "Oh, they changed the actor." Oh, huh. <laughs> I think someone at one point was like, "I was expecting Anakin to save," and I'm like, "Do you watch Star Wars?" And I couldn't tell <laughs> if they were being serious. I couldn't tell. <laughs> They were like, I wanted a known. They're like, I wanted a known Jedi to to. I was hoping like for Anakin. a known Jedi to save him. And I'm like, Anakin. And they go, Anakin or Mace Windu. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what part? Are you just watching this Star? Are you just watching Mandalorian? Or is there any more you, to this? Do you even Star Wars? He had yeah. a change of heart. He saw how cute Grogu was. Yeah. Was oh, like, you you're cute. You know Man. what? And then Grogu ran away, and his heart broke completely. Yeah, someone was like, oh, why didn't Luke save him? 
Um, I did. I did like that they tried to have like a, a like a youngling evacuation plan, and then it did make mm-hmm. me feel very bad for the younglings that just got abandoned up in the uh, the masters yeah. Yeah. Uh, area there, and that Luke just was like, "There's nobody left. There's nobody left. Let's go." So I think what to take away from this is um, if a, a space wizard comes to your home and says they want to train your child, don't let don't, them. Don't do it. It will not end well. The other big joke was they had, um, what was it? Is it Paz Vizsla, the big Mandalorian? Yeah. Um, it was his quote unquote son who was saved yeah. from the giant bird. And That's then everyone was like, wait, why is it his son? <laughs> Yeah. How is he making a son? But then you think to yourself, it realistically, Dinjarin Yoda is Dinjarin's son. It's no, kinda... I think it's his yeah. biological son. You think it's his biological? He just I showed mean, up. I, I did. I don't think. I don't think it's it. that. I don't think it's that. I think it's like no, a foundling situation. I don't yes, think sir. you would say. I don't think Dinjarin's gonna be like my son. <laughs> I don't. This guy was like my boy, like from Harry Potter. I mean, my boy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna see that backstory. That, we're gonna that, I see, don't it. see that backstory. <laughs> oh, you want to see it? You want to see what's going on down there? The Mandalorian after dark. No, thank oh, you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Get get the Skinamax Mandalorian. No, Damn. thank you. I'm good. <laughs> Damn. I was trying to think of a, like only man that doesn't work. <laughs> only Mando. <laughs> It doesn't work at all. Don't you ever take your helmet off? Never. mm -hmm. Oh, this is the way. This is the way. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's something. I don't know. This. I feel. I'm not gonna say I jumped the shark, but it's just. It's just all all over the place this season. Yeah. Like I don't know what the season's trying to tell. I don't get it. I don't know what it is. It's treading water until like the Ahsoka series starts or something. It doesn't want to like advance in time enough. It just wants to stay right where it is. Because, like, nothing, you don't have that much on the line. time between this and, like, what's the next thing we've established? Is it, like, the the, the sequels? Is that the next no, thing the sequels, that's the sequels are still far enough out. Yeah. But they probably They're want this to run away. forever. It's like, why would you stop making Mandalorian unless people totally stop watching? Sure. That's what they're hoping for. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the the benefit of keeping that helmet on. Time stands still. It's like Chewbacca. Yeah. Like, Chewbacca will be in everything ever because he doesn't age right but i'm still watching every week it's fine yeah you need something you need something yeah that's where we're at now it's like i'm not like not looking for i mean i'm looking forward to it but it's it's oh yeah you never know what you're gonna get it's so inconsistent now it is it is week one eh. week two yeah yeah, it's back week three this is all right because it's what are, they is need this the to give you or the fourth. They need to let you know what to expect, because you have yeah. the one week where you you have the side quest with Doctor Pershing, and then you're back with just like totally Mandalorian. I need to to know what I'm go. What, I need to know what's happening. You need a preview. I wouldn't mind a preview. I would like a preview or just like I a think... text. This week on the Mandalorian, this is what you can look forward to. I think that would be helpful. I know Disney Plus yeah. doesn't do that. I would I would like a little tease at the end of each episode that tells me. Even if it's just in like the the artist rendering storyboard or form or something. Oh sure. <laughs> then you can make more carbonite figures out of that or something. Ah uh, yes. Credit collection. Credit whatever. Is that wait. Okay. Is it, what's the carbonite collection then? The carbonized collection is the the shinier figures, the ones that have what's the, the credit collection. The credit collection is the Mandalorian figures, and each one comes with like a Republic or an Imperial credit, or a Mandalorian like oh. credit, and their that color is based off of that concept art at the end of each episode. Wait, I thought that, that was one and the same. So the carbonite collection is based on nothing. <laughs> no, it's just, just like shinier. Figures. Yeah, that's just shiny figures. That's terrible. That is the wor- <laughs> that is so terrible. What what was the first set of those? The first set of carbonized figures? Yeah. I want to say they were three and three quarters, but I could be mistaken. I think oh my God. we had we had the um we had the stormtrooper who was all silver. That was a carbonized. We had Boba Fett. Boba Fett was the one that kicked it off. Mm, okay. Oh, and actually, I'm sorry, I take it back. There was also Mandalorian started off the carbonized collection. Mm. The 
original armor, it was almost like a metallic. Okay. Yes. Well, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Something I don't hate. I want to talk about yeah. these Mario figures from the Super Mario oh. movie. Let me grab them. So in stores, these are 20 bucks, which is way too much. But Target had a sale where they were down to 14 bucks, I think. Yeah, which yeah, that's fair. fine. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take them for that. So I love these figures. These are, first of all, they look delightful. They they capture the, the like super hyper deal, <laughs> realistic detailing that they're mm-hmm. using in the movie like you could even like it, like it even has like the little button on your jeans and it's painted yeah the, all the little crevices on his hat it's very good the face is is awesome because um it, we talked about paint versus casted plastic this is cast in the correct color of his face but then look at the nose they made it like a little pink it's like very nice and then the eyes and this is sort of like you either love it or you hate it and i think i think we're on both sides of of the fence here the eyes they've done it in such a way that there's this shiny plastic in front of them to give them almost a three-dimensional look and i think it's very striking i noticed it right away when i saw the figures and i think in person it works really well it almost seems like the eyes should be moving like there should be a way to move them like with the mogwai of course Um, but you hate them right you don't like i don't like them one bit i don't like them one bit (laughs) you don't like them one bit so I I'd be curious to see if people like them or don't. I think There's, I think it definitely makes them stand out. They're too real to me to the point where almost like you, to what you say that they should have that that rolling that mogwai. But it almost looks like they do look at you because yeah of how the how the lens is in front of the eye. It almost looks like right. it does travel, and I don't I don't care for that. It's got that care little that shine. You can see my light. Yeah, I don't like it. it. Yeah. So these are yeah. great, and they 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 did a lot of fun things with the engineering of it. So the the yeah. elbows have like the two parts of the elbow, and then the the actual elbow is a ball joint. But then there's mm-hmm. like enough of a cut in between it to to like you can rotate it the way you want. But then if it lines yeah. up correctly, you can get a pretty good bend there. The legs have a nice deep bend; they can almost sit perfectly, which is I think very nice. But they a lot of movement there. The waist has a like I think it's a ball joint, but very little. But you get the you get the twist. Um, I wish the head had a better ball joint. That's the only thing that I would say could Can. use some work. But very nice, very nice figure. Toad. <laughs> it's like you can pay twenty dollars for Toad. I guess I guess you have to if you want all of them. He's got a better ball joint for his head. Um, his backpack is sculpted onto him. It's part of his vest. He they did a good job with his his legs here. It's like the way they did um, the Palisades did the old men Muppets, the Waldor- Waldorf and Statler. The way it moves, so it's like I don't know if you can tell from what I'm doing here, but it's just like the whole leg is part of the joint. So it doesn't. So it gives you the ability to move his legs, but it doesn't really dist- detract from the, the aesthetic of him at all so very nice he has one removable item which is this frying pan which he uses in one of the trailers so hmm. a fun figure and then princess peach princess toadstool um she's hollow down here but she does have feeties which is nice they don't move but they're they're there oh. um she has the eyes too not not like a very exciting figure just because of the design but you need it for the set so i'm very happy to have those four and i hope they do more people like that bowser i don't have that bowser yet that blows smoke but there's definitely i mean they they put pretty much every mario character ever in this movie so there's definitely there's definitely candidates for a second series at least that target set was wonderful it was like a mini clearance yeah it was like anything anything that you didn't expect i grabbed this for 20 bucks I do like the Jurassic Park. Oh yes, scenes where the where the the box actually is incorporated into it. So it has mm-hmm. Sarah Harding and the two uh, Stegosaurus. There you go. Yep. That was nice. Twenty bucks for that. Not bad. And then it was half price. It was nice. nice. And then this, I haven't opened it yet. But when when Lightyear first was announced and Mattel had picked up the license, there was one thing that I was super excited about, and the movie wasn't that great my kids loved it but 
this ship. Mm -hmm. Was it the XL-15? I just liked the look of it, and the size was great. 15 bucks. There you go. You can't beat that. Are they finally clearancing out Lightyear, or is this just... I don't know if it's... I think they are still all on sale, so... Mm -hmm. um, My kid got that funny four-pack with, like, the dropship and the four characters um, as a reward for going to the bathroom, which is how we reward our children that's, for doing things in the house yeah that's how you do it and then you got one of the zerg bots one of the ones that uh everybody kind of customized into an aim robot or mm-hmm. however whatever yeah. they're doing with them it was 10 mm-hmm. bucks instead of i think 20 so a lot of it's still like marked down and is going away surely but slowly slowly yes. but surely. yeah there's gonna be a lot of if they get rid of light year i don't know Jurassic Park's just gonna hang on there. It's not like they're waiting. The cartoon's done. There's no more movies. Right. I think there's. I think. I mean, hang on. Gotta have something on the shelves. Yeah. Right. Oh, (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of Flash uh, pretty soon. There's a lot of Flash that'll probably take up. I mean, a ton of that DC corner there. Yeah. The um the Hammond collection stuff. The uh, John Arnold and the Muldoon figures. Those are Mm -hmm. those are marked down now just don't like them i just i'm just mad because i love the six inch line sure they're half in they're half they're they're half price so it's like you might as well get them were they 10 bucks uh they were 750 yeah so still no uh it's gonna be a no for me dog (laughs) it's gonna be no for Uh me dog yeah well we'll see lots of i mean we'll see (laughs) sometimes things are unclear it's and i'm like well i haven't bought a toy in a couple days gonna need that Uh, anything else for this big week? No, I can't think of anything else. Yeah. All right, all right, about it. Well, you know what we say: we don't want to grow up, but we already did. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, everyone. I still want.